Amen. First Samuel chapter seventeen verse fifty two. So what had happened is that David had um, defeated Goliath. We are pretty much familiar with that story. And uh, when he defeated him, uh, here's where verse 52 picks up. Now when David saw, now when Saul saw David going out to meet the Philistine, that's before, of course, he defeated Goliath, he said to Abner, the commander of the army, Whose son is this young man, Abner? And Abner said, As your soul lives, O king, I do not know. Then the king said, You inquire whose son this young man is. So when David returned from striking down the Philistine, Abner took him and brought him before Saul. Amen. In verse 58, then Saul said to him, Whose son are you, young man? And David said, I am the son of your servant Jesse, the Bethlehemite. Now, you probably suspect by now that I'm leaving out some of the gruesome details of the story. Uh, you can read it for yourself. And I'm purposely doing this because we're emphasizing on the positive and we are emphasizing on faith over fear and the gruesomeness of the battle and the defeat of Goliath is, um, you know, we, we're familiar with. And starting uh, in verse 18, we're going to come up on some astonishing facts. But first of all, in, in view of what became, what came later between relationship of, of uh, Saul and David, it is clear that the that the question that uh, Saul asked Abner, who is this who is this guy, this young man who went out and slew Goliath? And Abner, this is a strong statement. He's making a strong denial. I don't know. I don't know. So also will find out who he is. It's not just an innocent conversation that's going on between Saul and Abner, the commander of the Israelite, the, the army of Israel. Uh, it's um, it's more than that. And like I said, we'll see later on in a relationship between Saul and David that this question was loaded. He became suspicious of David. 
he was a very suspicious person anyhow, as we will see later on, very insecure, very fearful. He actually expressed fear there of David. That's what it is. That's what's going on. And so uh, one of the things that Abner picked up is, well, I better keep him close to us, to Saul and myself. It can keep an eye on him. Uh, Saul, they actually, Abner actually asked David who he was. He said, well, I am the son of your servant, Jesse. The Bethlehemite, you know, I'm I'm no I'm no big deal. David may have picked up on the sense of the fear of Saul. So we could state uh, a few things here. One is that fear brings on insecurity, which I sh we have all experienced. From time to time, fear makes us suspicious, which I think we all have experienced too. Fear makes us insecure. But also, people can pick up on our insecurity and our fear. And I have a strong feeling that David did so here. I'm not, you know, your servant, one of your, one of your, um, one of your people, one, one of the people that you rule over, you know, uh, son, that's who I am. And we're from Bethlehem, you know, we're not from any particular rich area of Israel. So if we look at uh, chapter uh, 18 of um, of First uh, Samuel, um, and I want us to go down to verse um, 55. First Samuel 18, verse 55. Now you probably have, have read, um, well, let's do this. Um, oh yes, no, let's do this. Now. Uh, okay, um, chapter 18, let's, let's uh, kind of go over some things that I'm sure that you uh, may have some questions on. Uh, and um, so beginning in chapter uh, eight, in chapter 18 when he finished speaking to Saul the soul of Jonathan became attached to the soul of David and Jonathan loved him as his own soul and this is speaking about the friendship between David and Jonathan the son of Saul Jonathan and more of that is going to come up as we go through this uh, life of David looking at fear and faith. 
I, there's some interesting things that come up because if we look at verse 2, it says, Saul took him that very day and did not allow him to return to his father's house. We will see later on in the story, though, a strong suggestion that David did go back uh, at least from time to time. But I think what the text here suggests is that Saul had David, uh, he was keeping a close eye on him. Amen. But that allowed the friendship between Jonathan, the king's son, and David to, to flourish. And to the extent, if you look at verse number four, Jonathan stripped off the robe that he was wearing and gave it to David along with his fighting attire and even his sword, his bow, and his belt. Now, Jonathan didn't, uh, <laughs> didn't make his dad, Saul, happy with the friendship to David. And then, yeah, taking off his robe and giving it to David is almost like treating, was it was treating David royalty. What significance does this, how symbolic that is, uh, could have, have arose more suspicion in the mind of Saul. But David, uh, you know, as verse 5, went out whenever Saul sent him, and he succeeded. So Saul appointed him over men of war, and it pleased all the people, even pleased the servants of Saul. Verse number 6, when they were coming back out after David had returned from striking down the Philistine, the woman went out from all the cities of Israel singing and dancing to meet King Saul with tambourines, with joy, with three-string instruments. And the, the woman sang as they danced and says, Saul has struck down his thousand, but David is ten thousand. Well, all of that added to what became the intense jealousy of um, Saul to David. Obviously, it seemed like David was very effective in battle, and that was recognized by the people. And... Uh, I'm sure that Saul did mind winning, but at the same time, we will see. Right there in verse 8, Saul became very angry, and this saying displeased him, and he thought, They have attributed to David 10,000, but to me, they have attributed 1,000. What more? Can he have but the kingdom? 
So it is clear that Saul's suspicion is jealousy, is fear, and his concern was that David would one day become king. It is not suggested here to what extent, if there was any, that um, that uh, Saul was aware that David uh, would be anointed or at some period of time all this was going on was also anointed by Samuel. Here's something I think we should share before we go on because it makes um, a lot it makes a lot of sense some of the reasons besides what we just mentioned why uh, Saul was so suspicious of David. If you go back to when David defeated the um, the the giant Goliath, that when the people, when the soldiers of the Philistine saw that Goliath was slain, and apparently whatever suspicion that people may have had, the Israelites may have had. Um, uh, that was that was a man that was a trump card so to speak because they became fearful I wanted to see the irony of what's going on there because the Israelites were fearful of the Philistine because of Goliath. Once Goliath was killed by David, then the Philistine became afraid of the Israelites. Do you see how fear works? They were dependent on this one guy. Apparently, whatever agreement was made between the two sides, they saw themselves as vulnerable uh, to the um, the Israelites. Now, so what had changed? Yeah. The only thing changed is that a young kid defeated a great giant. And that was enough to make them run. Was the Israelite army stronger than them to begin with? Could the Israelite have defeated them if there was no Goliath? But regardless, the Philistines ran. And then all of a sudden, the Israelite got great courage and went after them and killed a whole lot of them. Saul wasn't a dummy. 
Saul could see a lot of things happening, a lot of signs were there. This was an unusual situation once David entered into the picture, so to speak. But looking at the text, what was unusual and what made the difference from fear taking over where people were supposedly confident to faith and confidence where people, in the case of the Israelites, were previously afraid, must have told something in the spirit of Saul that there was something unusual going on here. And I would declare to you tonight, what was really happening was faith. The main difference between the two sides, the two forces, the two armies, was that faith, the fate of David to be used instead of the fear of the people that brought on fear on the Philistine because faith had defeated Goliath. Now Saul is going to make use of this gift, however he realizes it or not, of David. He took David with him in battle. And David apparently was quite successful. And, uh, and being quite successful, David uh, was praised by the people and praised more than Saul. And then Saul came to the conclusion that what else is going to happen is this David eventually going to be king. So uh, let us uh, recap some of the things that we said tonight. And basically what we said is that the faith of David was the principle and actually the only ingredient, the only thing that stood before Goliath and the victory of faith made the enemy fearful where they were confident because they believed in Goliath while David believed in the God who made Goliath. And that's something that we always have to think about, pray about, that whatever our fear might be, whatever might be our obstacle, whatever there is may come against us, it's not greater than God. There's no giant 
There's no force more powerful. There's nothing greater than God. Therefore, when we have faith in God, we have the victory because God is more powerful than all the things that we might fear. Um, and um, so uh, I think that's the essence of what I wanted to share with everyone tonight. Um,